Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. This is episode number 215. And today I'm going to talk about the real reason, the real underlying true reason that so many people struggle so much to lose weight. And it's really because we're treating the symptoms and not the root cause. And I'll explain all of that in today's episode We'll get into a lot more stuff. I'm going to give, I'm going to do the best I can to, to help you figure out if this is the case with you. I'm going to give you some questions to answer that will help you hopefully find some clarity. And I'll also provide some specific recommendations of things that I think could be a great next step for you. So all of this kind of started from a conversation I was having with someone and then it led into a uh, entire coaching call inside the group and just a bunch of incredible stuff. And you're going to hear about all of that today. So hang around. I think it's going to be worth your time. So let, let's start with this conversation. I was talking with someone who was in my coaching group about two years ago, and they said, man, I just want to thank you because you made me realize, your program made me realize that I was embarrassed about something in my life. I was embarrassed to share, to reveal how much alcohol I had been consuming. And when I realized that I didn't want to share this, I knew there was something there. Like I knew there was something else going on. I knew it was an issue that I needed to address. And then they went on to tell me that they began to realize that, man, they had some, some deep hurt. Like they, they were, they held some deep hurt and wounds from their past deep inside and once they began to really pay attention and get super honest with themselves, they were just constantly using different things to cover up their pain and to try to numb or escape the hurt and the negative emotions that they had inside of them. So incredibly honest and courageous and vulnerable conversation I had with this person. And man, I salute them for the incredible awareness that they have and the work they've done to, to really sort all of that stuff out. So at this point in the conversation, when they were sharing this all with me, they had, as they said, they had gone through my program and then they had gone on to do some tremendous soul searching work with a therapist. And there they were, they were, or they are in such a better place right now. Like there's no doubt about it. I mean, they, they just kind of had this, they just glowed and they, they, they just, they had this vibrant life to them that, was kind of different from the past. And I smiled as I listened to them share their story. And as soon as they finished, I couldn't wait <laughs> to, to explain. I tried to be patient and listen, and, but there was so much going through my head and I, I couldn't wait to explain that, hey, it's not just you. Sure, there are some people who, you know, they've, got, they've gotten a little too loose with their food and maybe their busy schedule hasn't allowed for much exercise and they just, you know, their weight's trickled up and they just want to lose that 10 or 15 pounds or maybe 15 or 20 and get their blood pressure or blood sugar back in check and, you know, and that's it. And for those people or, you know, some of these people, it's not some big, deep emotional issue that's, that's riding below the surface. But here's the thing. Please don't miss this. For a lot 
of people, the majority of people that I work with, it is a big, deep emotional issue that's driving their weight gain or their inability and their struggles to lose weight. But here's the thing. They don't see it. We don't see it, right? They dupe themselves. They don't realize it, but they start believing that losing weight will fix their problems. Essentially, they're saying being overweight is the problem. It's the root cause of my issues. And if I can just lose this weight, then my life will be better. And in some odd way, we start to think like, okay, I'll be fixed, whatever that means. I'll be fixed if I can just lose this weight and everything else in my life will be better too. But then hold on a minute. <laughs> like, good grief. Losing weight is so dang hard. Like, it's just so hard, right? So we have to start thinking about this. Wait a minute. Losing weight will fix my life. So it's, if it's really that simple, well, then just lose weight and everything else will be better. But losing weight is so hard. Why? Like, why is that? Why can't I stop eating so much? Why can't I stop drinking so much alcohol? Why can't I just stop eating when I'm full? Like, what's, what's wrong with me? Why can't I know when I'm full and I just keep going? Why do I do that? Why can't I stop binging on sweets until I almost feel sick? Why can't I stop weighing myself all the time? Why do I have such an addiction to the scales? Why, why can't I just be consistent? Why can't I just stick with it? Why do I always reach for a snack when I'm stressed? What's wrong with me? What is the deal? Why can't I do this? If you identify with any of those, please pay attention because I'm about to give you the answer right here and right now. I'm about to answer all those questions. Why can't I stop eating so much? Why, why can't I stop drinking so much alcohol? Why can't I stop binging on sweets until I'm almost sick? Why, 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 why? What's wrong with me? What is it? Here, You ready? Here's the answer. It's because you're treating the symptoms and not the cause. You're treating the symptoms and not the the root cause. You are trying to cure the big central issue, the root cause, by repeatedly addressing the symptoms that are out on the periphery. It's like having a, a compound fracture. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but imagine if you, if you broke a bone in your leg, right? And the bone breaks so hard and so severe that it breaks through, it bursts through the skin. It's really gross sounding, I know. That's a compound fracture. So it's like having this terrible broken bone that is so terrible, it rips through your skin. Oh my gosh. You have this compound fracture, and you just take a bunch of painkillers over and over. Instead of <laughs> going to the doctor, having the bone reset, having your skin stitched back together, and then wearing a cast until the bone can heal. Or it's like, if we think of it like driving, it's like you have one tire on your car that keeps getting worn down and needs to be replaced again and again. And you're like, what is wrong with this stupid tire? Why can't it just stop getting worn down? Why can't it be stronger? What's wrong with you, tire? <laughs> so you just get frustrated and you keep replacing that one tire over and over and over again. When in reality, your car is out of alignment. That's the root cause. And that one poor tire will continue to wear down and need to be replaced until you get your car back in alignment, until you address the underlying root cause. But once you do that, it will seem almost like magic. It's like, holy cow, why didn't I do this before? 
and that troublesome tire will be just fine. It wasn't the tire's fault after all. <laughs> it won't cause you problems. And you'll be able to drive and probably drive and steer and turn so much easier and so much better. Here's the thing. Your situation when it comes to weight loss might be exactly the same. You keep getting worn down, running out of motivation, and you always wind up quitting, feeling discouraged and overwhelmed. And the mental whispers start. What is wrong with me? Why can't I just stop eating all that crap? Why? What? What? Why can't I just stick with it? Why can't I be consistent? Why can't I be stronger and have more discipline? But you just keep going back to the same broken approach, trying really hard, trying to stay motivated and positive and hoping for the best, when in reality, you might be out of alignment yourself. You might be a little more broken and hurting on the inside than you realize. And you will continue to struggle, wear down, get frustrated, quit, and then beat yourself up until you treat the real root cause, until you're willing to go to those painful places and talk about them and explore them and figure out why you're using food to numb yourself or to try to escape or why you're subconsciously actually holding on to your excess weight to protect yourself or maybe why you demand such high unattainable standards from yourself that just cause you to feel incredibly stressed and so much pressure and then wind up quitting because the whole process is overwhelming and you can never do it right and it's just miserable. It can be hundreds of different things. I've coached people who are courageous enough to go there, to go to these painful places and explore what was going on and you know what they experienced in the past and then come out on the other side. One lady realized that she was resistant to losing weight and would have intentionally sabotaged herself because her mother had always put pressure on her to be skinny. And not losing weight now as an adult, that was her way of rebelling against her mom. Another lady, she would do so great and then eat like massive amounts of food and sugar for what seemed like no good reason. She didn't feel emotional. It wasn't like a celebratory thing. It's just like, what is going on? She would do so great and then basically gain back most of the weight she had lost. Finally, through tears, she shared that she had lost her baby. And then around the same time, her husband almost died of COVID. But she so desperately wanted to have one more child. Is it any wonder that she was trying to escape and numb pain? Oh my goodness, if any of us had gone through that, we would be doing the same thing. And then another person, after losing weight, doing amazing and then regaining it seemingly out of the blue told me, you know, Corey, if I'm, if I'm really honest, I don't know how to be skinny. Like I've always been overweight and I'm worried about how my friends or my family will view me if I do lose weight. Like, will they still accept me? I've always been this way. Will, will, will they still want to hang out with me? Will my family think that I'm different now just because I'm, because I lose weight and I look different physically? Will they, will they think that suddenly I think and I believe that I'm better than them? They had all these fears running around in their head about acceptance from their family and friends if suddenly they lost weight. And then there was another person, this one incredibly sweet lady who, after struggling to lose weight for almost a full year of me coaching her, eventually shared with me through tears that she was sexually abused in college. And that was the last time that she was slender. 
She said, you know, <laughs> I figure no one wants to rape a fat woman. And she kind of smiled through tears. And my heart absolutely broke because she was in so much pain. And then another person finally realized that her pursuit of weight loss had become her entire identity. And it had allowed her to fill her time with what seemed like worthy pursuits, with diets and meal prep and exercise. And since her time was consumed with these things, well, she didn't have time for social life. (laughs) Being obsessed with losing weight was protection against being rejected. She had been bullied as a child because of her weight. So now it was like this vicious one-two punch. Don't put yourself back out there until you lose weight, but don't you dare actually lose weight because then you have to put yourself back out there and then you might get hurt again. Oh, it's brutal. And then there's the person I originally mentioned who would rotate various things to distract themselves from the pain and anger they were feeling on the inside. Alcohol at times and then They would go, okay, I got to get this alcohol under control. So then they would go to food and they would, you know, eat too much food to to try to numb themselves. And then it went from that. Oh, now I got to get this under control. I got to get this food under control. So then their new obsession, their new thing to distract them was pursuing weight loss and running races. And then after that, it was back to food and overeating. And then it was back to alcohol and, and then various other vices scattered in, in between those. Oh, that's a lot, right? That's heavy. That's deep. I thought this was supposed to be a weight loss podcast. What's, what's all this psychobabble talk? My, my friends, my guys, gals, it's real. This is really about that. Losing weight, is, it's an easy target. It's a common, socially acceptable goal and pursuit that people have. And no one's scared to say, man, I'm, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm all fired up. I'm getting motivated. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, oh, good, good. And people will cheer you on, right? And compared to doing the incredibly tough, soul-searching, super vulnerable, often painful work of digging into your heart and mind and emotions, compared to that, losing weight seems super easy. (laughs) Let's be honest. But the problem is, all that other stuff makes losing weight nearly impossible. But it seems super easy. So that's what we do, right? We're broken on the inside, full of pain and strong emotions and deep wounds from our childhood or our family or bullies or a divorce or losing someone that we love. And these things are often the very things that cause us to gain weight in the first place. Or if you've been overweight since you were a child, these deeper issues might be the thing that's keeping you overweight and keeping you from losing weight. They're the root cause. But we see it backwards. It's not... Okay, if I address all of this really vulnerable, painful stuff, then I can probably lose weight a whole lot easier. No, no, no. That's not how we see it. That's the correct approach, but it's not the common approach. We see it the opposite way. Man, if I can just lose this weight, then everything will be better. (laughs) We see it backwards, and most of us don't even realize it. We just struggle to lose weight or struggle to keep it off, and we keep sabotaging ourselves, and we can't control what we eat, It feels like food controls us rather than us controlling it. And maybe we kind of know really deep down what's going on, but it's too painful and too vulnerable to go there. So what do we do? We go the other direction. We try to get as motivated and positive as possible. Start another strict diet or weight loss program that doesn't take into account the underlying stuff at all. It's just stay motivated and try harder and rah, rah, you got this. Oh, you need to plan ahead. Oh, you got to meal prep better and all that stuff. We just keep treating the symptoms and keep running from the root cause. 
and it makes weight loss feel impossible. It makes losing weight seem so hard and so emotional. Surprise, surprise, because it's all about emotion in the first place for so many people. And then we hate dieting and we can't stand how we look in the mirror. And it's just no fun because everything in me is screaming for some chocolate or a sugary coffee drink or binging from dinner until I go to bed. And it feels like if I don't get that, then my world is going to cave in and my whole world's going to come crashing down and there's no way I can be happy. Well, of course it feels that way because those foods and drinks are your comfort. You have pain and emotions that are inside of you like a splinter, like a painful splinter, and they're not being dealt with or addressed or resolved, and they hurt. And so we want some painkiller. So we reach for some more chocolate or another glass of wine or another vodka drink or another piece of pizza, even though we were full three pieces ago. And it does the trick, right? We feel better for a little bit. Painkillers work <laughs> until they wear off. And then you're right back where you were. You're right back to dealing with the original root issue. You're right back to that splinter being so painful, that emotional, mental, psychological splinter that was, that was shoved into your life and into your brain maybe last year, maybe all those years ago when you were a child. So, what are you going to do? Just numb it again? Just try to temporarily escape again? Or, will you pause? Pause. I love that word, pause. There's so much power in a pause. <laughs> will you pause and think about this? Maybe listen to this episode again and begin to dig down just a little bit to the root cause. After hearing this episode, you may know. You may be like, yeah, yeah, I really don't want to talk about it or even think about it, but I know what my root cause is. It's there, and I know what it is, and it sucks, and it hurts. And, Corey, I'm almost really mad at you for even bringing this up and even making me think about it. So you may kind of know already, or you may be unsure. You may have no idea. So I want to share with you a little exercise that I did with my Inner Circle Coaching Group. I didn't share any of the previous information with them. My goal was to help them see this for themselves. So I had them answer four questions, and then I explored the answers with them if they wanted to, if they wanted to go over it. There was no requirement. And oh my goodness, it was, it was amazing. Tears were shed. People were so courageous and honest and real. We talked about anxiety, depression, postpartum issues, bullying, losing loved ones, feeling like we're not enough, the pain of being single when you really want a spouse and a partner in life, social anxiety, and just, just so much. There was so much. It was so incredible and so rich and so amazing. It was, it was more than I could have hoped for. But here's the thing. The, the really awesome part <laughs> was seeing this amazing hodgepodge of people from all different walks of life, from different parts of Canada to Montana to Southern Alabama to Australia to South America to see all of these people come together, come together and love and support and truly care for each other. Oh, it's just, it's beautiful. Truly. My inner circle family, I love you. For those of you who are listening, I love you. You're, you're, y'all are freaking amazing. Okay. Sorry. That was, I'm like a proud papa over here. <laughs> I love those people. And I love all of you podcast listeners as well. So look, I'm sorry. I had to brag on the inner circle a bit. 
But I, I also wanted to share that with all of you to encourage you, because here's the thing. Don't miss this. You may feel like you're alone, but my friend, you are not alone. If you've been abused or hurt or have doubts about your worth, and maybe if you're really honest, you just don't like yourself or you can't stand the way you look and it causes you so much mental turmoil and you feel like you couldn't lose weight if somebody had a gun to your head. Look, if, if any of those are the case, it's okay. I promise you're not the only one. You're not alone. And if I could wave a magic wand and quote-unquote fix you, I would. I so would. But that's just not how it works, is it? So I'll do what I can, and that is share the questions that I ask my Inner Circle Coaching Group. Now, for these questions to actually serve their purpose, <laughs> you're going to have to actually answer them. I highly recommend you take about five to ten minutes and actually put a pen to pad. I mean, you could... I think there's power in actually writing stuff down with our hands, but if you want to do it on your laptop or on the notes section of your phone, that's fine, whatever. Okay, here we go. Question number one. What do you want? Like when it comes to your body, and, and I, want you, I encourage my inner circle to think of this like a pyramid, starting small at the top, and then we get bigger and you know more in-depth the, the further down you go. We're working towards the foundation, right? We're digging deep to the bottom, to the base, or even below the pyramid. So starting at the top, starting small and kind of surface, what do you want? Like, what do you want from your body? What's your goal? For most people, it's simple. It's like, oh, I want to lose weight. Maybe yours is slightly different, but that's, that's the basic question. What do you want? Like, what do you want to achieve whenever you're starting a weight, lo uh, weight loss program or a new diet or something like that? What's the one thing? What do you want? Question number two. Why? Like, what do you see? as the benefit of achieving that one thing, that one thing that you just wrote down that you want, what's the benefit of achieving that? Okay. Question number three, why? <laughs> why is that benefit important to you? Like, what do you believe those results will bring to you? Okay. Next up, question number four. Why do you believe that will be helpful and change your life in a positive way. Why is it important to you in your life? What does that benefit, what does that one thing, the benefit and the results, what does that mean to you? So those are the four questions. And then here's the bonus. Just in case those first four didn't get you quite deep enough or get you to the foundation. And I'll go ahead and tell you, if, if you truly have some pain or hurt or trauma or some, you know, some junk in your life that you really don't want to see. And, and again, you're not alone. It's all of us. It's me. It's you. It's the people in my inner circle coaching group. It's all of us. And if you truly have that, you're going to want to stay on the surface. You're going to want to dance around the periphery. You're not going to want to dig deep. It's human nature. We don't want to put our, we don't want to put our hand on a hot stove. Like we don't want to go into pain. Right. But the, Truth is, that's the only way we can sort this stuff out. So there's one more question that will really kind of shoot us to the foundation. And that is this. What is the true, deep <laughs> root issue that you hope losing weight will fix in your life? And it just so happens this is probably also the thing that's caused you to probably cause you to gain weight in the first place, or if you've been overweight since you were really young, it's the thing that's kept you overweight as an adult. 
What is the true? If you get super honest and someone hits you with a truth serum, boom. What is the true deep root issue that you hope losing weight will fix beyond just your body, beyond just, oh, I want to look better? What's the real thing? <sighs> My friends, anyone, anyone can force weight loss. A strict diet, some hardcore workouts, and anybody will lose weight, at least for a period of time. You can force weight loss, but it won't be fun, and it probably won't bring what you really want. It probably won't bring the life you really want. When you do it right, though, <laughs> when you address the root cause in your pursuit of a mentally, emotionally, and physically healthier you, when you do that, weight loss is like a side effect, which actually makes perfect sense, right? Because if you've paid attention to this episode, it's pretty easy to understand that gaining weight in the first place was a side effect of a bunch of other stuff, of pain and trauma and guilt or shame. So when you address that other stuff, losing weight is the natural side effect that happens. Gaining weight is a side effect. Losing weight is also the side effect. And it's not full of pressure or emotion. And it actually becomes, dare I say, a, almost kind of fun. <laughs> so, if you get really honest with yourself, have you been treating the symptoms or the root cause? And what will you do moving forward? Will you keep trying the same thing? Will you keep taking food, painkillers, numbing, avoiding, and trying to escape, but never actually healing, still having that splinter or those splinters deep inside of you? Or will you dig deep, possibly hire a therapist, or maybe join the inner circle and begin to address the root cause? Regardless of what you do, I hope you know that there is so much more to you than a number. Oh, my goodness. There's so much more. I mean, this episode proves it. There's so much more that causes that number to be higher, that causes that number to be less, Right. But even more than that, you're just an incredible, beautiful, amazing human being that's full of so much potential and worth and energy and talent and love. There's so much more to you than that number. And you can have the life you want. I believe it 100%. I believe in you 100%. Even if you don't believe in yourself, that's okay. You can borrow my belief. You keep listening. I'll keep doing my best, and we'll get you there, okay? Now, here's the thing. If you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you did, and if you like this podcast overall, I'm asking for your support. Will you take two minutes to do one of the following? Either post a review on Apple. This helps with like search engines and all of that tech stuff that I don't know much about. Or if you don't listen on Apple, will you send this episode to a friend or post it on social media and be sure to tag me so I can say hello and thank you. Now, speaking of thank yous, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. I hope you'll answer those four questions and start digging down to the root cause. And I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and rest of your week. Take care, my friends. God bless. Bye-bye.